Hello and welcome all to the Cam Sanders Show, everyone. I'm your host, Cam Sanders, and on this week's episode, I'm here to tell you a bit of a story. This is the story of someone who is very near and dear to my heart. We share the same blood, grew up together, and are best friends. My cousin and newly signed Idaho State quarterback, Jake Sanders. Jake's story is one of challenges and adversity, working hard for what you want, and following your dreams. He is a Division I quarterback now, but that was just once a dream. I was never never the biggest, biggest, strongest kid. I was always always a little shit. And uh, you know, it took me a long time to grow. And whenever I would come and see you, it was really tough because you know you were you were always the big kid and from time to time you would may or may not have picked on me a little bit but that's cousin love and not in that kind of way if you're thinking about it but um you know it kind of built some toughness into me which uh as of now i kind of do appreciate um but uh like throughout middle school you know i was never like again like i I can't really, I don't want to say my nuts have dropped because it just feels weird saying, but you, you, um, you were a late bloomer, very, very late bloomer in, in a lot of eyes because like, yeah, I went into middle school, seventh and eighth grade. It was like, I was like five foot and probably the slowest kid, maybe one of the slowest kids on the team. And, you know, never really saw the field. It was just happy to be on the team and just kept playing the sport that I loved. And then going into uh, high school, my freshman year, still the same kid, not very strong, athletic, just really slow, um, but just kept kept continuing to um, progress when I could. Same thing coming into that uh, that sophomore year of high school, grew a little bit, but nothing much. Um, again, didn't never really saw the field because I always had the bigger, stronger kids in front of me and I kind of just played my part on the team and so at this point you know I never really gave up I just continued playing because I I knew that I didn't want to be a quitter and I just I just kept going um and what kind of kept me going honestly was was family not gonna lie Jake's family was one that was always going to be there for him to support him through his endeavors on the football field. Jake's father, Bruce, and my father, Scott, are twins, each attending Oregon State in the 80s as members of the football team. So Jake was not new to the game, and he knew what it took to play it. Each family member who played the game before him had something to teach him and could inspire and motivate him. Having these guys around at such a young age, Jake knew that his goal was to be a football player like them. I mean, always our goals whenever we would talk about each other is, oh, dude, how cool would it be if we, how cool would it be if we, if we played college football together like our dads did? Because, you know, I mean, obviously me and you know, but to the listeners. Uh, so our fathers, our twins, and uh, they were some, from the, from the seams of it, they're some pretty badass dudes because uh, they've uh, both played at Oregon State, which was, you know, the dream school of mine. And uh, they're, they're outside and in outside backers. 
your dad played strong side. My dad was a weak side backer, and they uh, they established a name for himself there. So that was always something that I wanted to do. Knowing this, you may start to understand why Jake had such high expectations for himself. He was one of those guys who wanted to be the guy. As he said earlier, he was a bit of a late bloomer, never being one of the bigger guys on the field. And in high school, things wouldn't always fall into place like Jake planned. In high school, his coaches didn't have him in as the consistent starter much. Jake would work hard in every season, just waiting to seize whatever opportunity would come. When his name was called, he just had to be ready for the situation and show what he was capable of. So I kind of left off on that sophomore year about just being on JV and I was kind of just having fun at this point. But uh, my junior year grew a little bit, not much. And then I kind of uh, stepped into the role, not really stepped into a role, but beginning of the year, I was I was uh, like a third string quarterback. Um, you know, I was just happy to be on the varsity team, happy to just have like that, just kind of experiencing it all and just hopefully get my shot that next year. But um, it came a lot sooner than I thought, you know, I mean, lucky for me, like second game, third game, starting QB got injured. So that put me into a, a, a backup role, which is nothing I was, nothing I was not used to. And, um, that very next game, that guy that I've been backing up all these years, uh, messes up his ankle pretty bad in um, what in our, in our homecoming game. And so I had to my first real chance to play in like a full almost a full game um uh it was it was just crazy because I was just a small kid and honestly um really wasn't expecting I was expecting just a couple plays maybe maybe a series or two but um I just I had a I had to put trust into my teammates and my teammates trusted in me because they knew that even though like I nobody thought that was that I would be the one freaking dri driving us through the whole game that they, they they put their trust in me and then uh we were playing Stockdale for the homecoming game and it was like oh, my gotcha. first touchdown ever thrown um from a kind of like a comeback from behind victory after entering his junior year as a third string quarterback on the depth chart a couple of turns and Jake had found himself thrust into action seizing the moment and leading his team to a come from behind win throwing his first varsity touchdown pass in real time as the game winner. After this performance, to give his team the win, Jake was on to his first start. One of the things that I really love about Jake is how humble he is, cherishing his teammates and these experiences. And it really shows us how much he appreciates having their trust. My first start ever was uh, against, it was the next week against Centennial High School. And uh, had, had a rough, really rough start. I think he only probably had like 10 completions in the first half and then ended it on a, ended the first half on a, like a 20 yard touchdown, which uh, kind of helped going into half, but we were down, what was it, 14 to 7 or 21 7, something like that. And then came out in the second half and then our coach um, called a play out of, of a formation I haven't ran yet. And it was, uh, I was just so, I was trying to remember everything. I really don't remember one route. And so I kind of stared that route down and uh, I kind of just threw up a prayer almost. And it was right into the, 
uh, the defender's hands, but luckily he had some butter. He had some popcorn before the game or something because it bounced off his hands, and um, my tight end took it for a for an eighty yard touchdown. And then, wow! Yeah, it was insane game. Um, and then later on, even through like a, a another late late fourth quarter touchdown to seal the game, which was I don't even know how I did it. It just it was unbelievable. Capping off his junior year as the leader of the team, with the guys ahead of him departing, the job seemed like it was Jake's and it was in his grasp. He had put in all the work and waited his turn. Now for his senior season, he was ready to roll. The starting quarterback job seemed like it was going to be his. Going into senior year, I was um, I was told by my head coach, he was like, hey, you're the guy. You're my guy. You know this offense so well. You've been running it for for years now. Um, you're a bigger, stronger, faster kid. You've grown this much. You look fine. You look great. You're um, like, you know, the offense like the back of your hand. And soon enough, a transfer guy comes in who's never ran this offense and a little bit smaller than me, not by much, even though it really doesn't matter. Um, and at the time, I'm playing, trying to play baseball and football over the summer because, you know, like that's what I was supposed to do. I was trying to make my both coaches happy. And we were going into um, kind of like that summer, a little bit of summer camp uh, for football. And I'm, I'm having a hard time throwing a ball because I still have that stupid baseball motion and have it like a really rough week of practice and coaches on my ass about it all week. And like before even our first kind of inner scrimmage, like he tells me that I'm going to be the, the number two guy, which really, really fucking broke my heart because he's, he told me I was going to do all these great things for him and that the whole community was behind me. And I mean, they were still were, they knew it was a bunch of bullshit. Um, like they, they knew so there's, it wasn't right. After being told that he was going to back up a new player, it would have been very easy for Jake to give up here quit or perhaps go find somewhere else to play and instead he would stick it out through the season once again facing adversity and had to wait for his moment to strike throughout the year i, I don't play much I'll, I'll get the pity time in the fourth corner fourth quarter when we're when we're blowing teams out and then um there's even a couple times where we were getting we were getting crushed and he he still he didn't even put me in just to even try and get a change of pace and that's when i basically lost all my respect for him yeah um, and at, at that point where you kind of losing hope in in football too i mean it's got to be it's break your spirits a little bit because you're expecting to be the guy and you come come in and it's not what you're expecting how does that change your mentality um it was really hard to keep that same mentality but i just had to go in every every day of practice to try and prove something and what was also hard during that is like any small little mistake if I barely missed a completion or barely overthrew the guy I would he would basically tell me that's like he would just tell me that I've got to be better and that's um, there's a couple of times where I'd even ask like why am I not playing like I don't I don't get it and he goes well you're, you're, you're not completing passes you're not running the offense like I thought you would well, I'm barely missing passes and this guy's missing the same things and he's sitting there, he's cheering him up. He goes, Oh, okay. Give him like a little clap, like, it's all right, get the next one. And it was just it was just I don't I don't even understand it. But second to last regular season game, he um he kind of fucks up his thumb in a game or it's like his thumb or his shoulder. And uh so I finished that I finished that game out and it was something that I wasn't 
again, I wasn't used to, you know, just we were already winning, so it wasn't much pressure, but still just kind of took the offense and just completed the game and then just took the next week and just knew that he wasn't healthy and just got prepared for like my first senior start, which is. Once again, Jake's patience was going to pay off. It was his turn and he was going to be the starter in a big game against his team's rivals. Last year, he came in and was the hero. Remember that come from behind win I talked about earlier? And he was looking to do much of the same. But that that game, it was, it was a big game because it was our it was our big big school rivalry, and that team um, they were one and one and eight on the season. So a lot of guys were thinking it was going to be an easy win, but by um, throughout the game. It was pretty tough. You know, on that first drive, we went into a wing T formation, which we never should have been running in the first place. Uh, I actually actually fumbled the ball, and they got a scoop and score for a touchdown. Um, but we answered right back, and just going to kind of cut it short. I'm not trying to tell the whole story of the game, yeah. but yeah. uh, I finished the game with um, five touchdowns, 400 yards, and only one interception. Um I mean, that, that uh, just kind of proved to myself that um, if I would have been in reins of the offense or the team the entire year, what, like the difference I could have made. I remember hearing about Jake's big game back when it happened, but I was once again shocked when he told me just now. Uh, he came in after being the backup quarterback and threw for 400 yards and five touchdowns to just one interception. That is just one heck of a performance, especially from a guy who hadn't been playing all year. And that would end up being the last opportunity that Jake would get to start as a Clovis Cougar. Deciding factor of who was going to start in the playoffs. And uh, he ended up going with him and he looked at me uh, the day before the game and he goes, I'm going to give you the fourth series. Uh, that's like that. That is all I'm going to guarantee you in this game, because who knows if we win or lose. And this he goes, you you are guaranteed one more step, one more snap in your homeschool stadium. And I kind of took that to heart. And um, on that first play, I uh, threw a 60 yard touchdown. So I kind of kind of just shut him up in the face. And then um, I don't know, it was the rest of the playoffs. Like I, I still got that pity time later on. And in that pity time of like two quarters through three more touchdowns and I ended my high school season on a 98 yard touchdown. I remember that I was there. Yep. You were there in the stands. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you, you finished off the senior year and I, I remember you, when you got on the field, you had success, but you just didn't necessarily have the opportunities you needed. Uh, you were put in the spots you needed to, to really showcase what you had. And then you had a great senior baseball season and what ultimately led you to your decision you made after high school and what was that decision yeah like you said i had a I had a really good baseball year um i think it was because like i didn't really care anymore at that point so like i kind of just let things go went did did really well did things i didn't really think i was going to do and um you know didn't got zero looks not even at the the local local junior colleges even like talked to me Got like one school from football that was in, it was like a D3. It's like Western Wisconsin Lutheran. And that was really it. And I was like, sorry, like going to stick to baseball. Let's see how this goes. And, um, you know, 
that guy just that was my decision was just playing baseball and kind of leave football in the past. After having a great senior baseball season, he received many more looks as a baseball player than he ever had as a football player. He was starting to come into his own and knew that he had real talent. Jake would go on to play at Lynn Benton Community College, where he would dual enroll and attend Oregon State University as a student. It was it was fun. Uh, kind of just went in, just knowing, hey, like this is what I'm gonna do. Let's see if I can really take this anywhere. Um, ultimately, made that choice to go to Lynn Benton because of Oregon State, and to you know go to my dream school. Yeah, you initially wanted to go to Oregon State, right? And then. Lynn Benton was kind of a, a side thing because you had such a good baseball year and you're like, yeah, let's see what we can do with this, right? Yeah, it's pretty much what happened. And, um, you know, kind of just went with it and I was uh, kind of liked it. Jake would redshirt his first season, not seeing much action on the field. This was his first season, though, dedicating 100% of his time to baseball, and he was making great strides as a player. But it just didn't feel right to him as football was in his blood. When the COVID pandemic rolled around, Jake spent some time thinking about what he really wanted to do, and that was to play the game he loved once again. And instead of leaving his dreams on the floor, he grabbed them and ran. Went home during COVID, and um, what uh, actually kind of made me want to go back to football was, uh, what was it, Last Chance U, the, the fourth season? Uh-huh. and I was just looking at those quarterbacks and I was just like man like I, I would go so much better than all of them kind of texted my quarterback coach and was like hey like kind of thinking about getting back into football like what what, what do I got to do like I need to find like oh, let's let's start training let's get this thing going like I, I like I said basically said screw baseball at this point now Jake was putting in the work but he needed to find a spot to showcase it a lot of time was spent trying to find someone who was going to take a risk on a kid who was talented, but didn't have the experience of playing a lot of games. And he was just involved in baseball for the last two years, so how good at football could he really be? Enter Chadron State. You may be saying, what is Chadron State? And I will let Jake handle that. Out of all places, I I found a, found a small, very small, D2 school out in Nebraska that goes by the name of Shadron State. And, um, you know, some of the coaches, they looked looked over my film, my high school film, the recent film that I showed. Um, and, you know, they, they found a, they found a, spot, a spot for me. Um, and I was really, really lucky enough just to, to get a spot and find a, find a school, you know, that was a good program and that, that was willing to take a shot on a kid who hasn't played since – for what was it two years and um you know i kind of just stepped in and took my role which uh was hoping to play a lot of games but unfortunately didn't but um you know i was ready to uh i was ready for bigger and better things chadron would merely be used as a stepping stone in jake's journey a place to get him back into it and get him some practice to uh, really perfect his craft but he wouldn't be there for long as following his first season, his quarterback coach that he had previously worked with and done all his training to get back into shape, Taylor Mazzoni, landed the offensive coordinator job for the Idaho State Bengals, a Division I program. And he had someone in mind that he thought could be his quarterback. I really don't know how it, how it, all, how it all happened so quickly. Um, 
uh, an old old coach of mine uh, actually got a position here, and um, you know I kind of we kind of talked about it a little bit, and then um, things really just start getting put into motion. Um, and within a week week of week of school starting, I was I am now here at uh, Idaho State, the Bengals. So that brings you up to date on the story of Jake Sanders, one that is not yet finished and one that I'm hoping to see many more seasons of with uh, lots of success. Jake is someone who is the embodiment of never giving up, and I am honored to be able to share his story with you. And something to look out for in the future will be in 2024 as the Idaho State Bengals will take on Jake's dream school, his father's alum, and my school, the Oregon State Beavers. That's all I have for this episode of the Camp Sanders Show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I can't wait for next time. Cheers. Cheers.